0: Hello, friends. This is Kim C, and you're listening to the Year of Underrated Stephen King. This is a one woman Stephen King book podcast, and today we're taking a little bit of time to chat and discuss our third anniversary. Yes, right around this time, three years ago, in the (laughs) infamous year of 2020 during lockdown, decided to just go for it and start a little book podcast where I got to fulfill really a huge dream of mine, which is to 100% dive into Stephen King's works, talk about them like I would in my classrooms, and just nerd out in an organized but hopefully entertaining way. Since the show's inception, I've decided that each April, if I was continuing to do the show, I would just take a little slice of time to stop for a second and breathe and take a look around. So that's what this episode is. This is not a story episode. This is just a little breather reflection journal entry, if you will. It's important that I do this. And for whatever reason this year, guys, I didn't want to. I was like, I don't want to I don't want to do a three-year anniversary episode. I don't know what I'm gonna say. I think I've said everything. So I'm coming to you with a lot of confusion. This is completely unscripted. This is just me sitting here with all of you with my thoughts, my ideas, my lack of thoughts, my lack of ideas. But if you are new to the show. I'm so excited to have you as a listener and thank you so much for spending some time with these episodes. And if you haven't yet tinkered or jumped back to some of the previous ones, no worries. They're a bit on the squidgy side. (laughs) I am a little hard on myself, of course, but back in 2020, I just wanted to Record as much as possible to keep myself from thinking about the horrors of our reality. You guys remember, you were there. It was, there are no words. And when I think about it, my whole brain just goes blank. Thankfully, though, I kind of have a year and change of living through it with King. It's pretty amazing. And perhaps in time, I'll appreciate it, but I guess it's too soon where I don't really want to reflect on that time. I don't think any of us really do so when i go back to any 2020 episode i do so with a cringe in my heart i'm like oh i don't want to Uh, it's definitely not as polished over the years i have definitely tried to make it sound a little bit crisper and cleaner Whereas in those past episodes, I'm just a happy little lark jumping around and not caring if I'm coughing in the mic or (laughs) saying um 50 times or the word fantastic 10,000 times. It's just rough and bumpy and scratchy and scrappy, but I kind of love it for that. It's always nice to reflect on where you started, to observe how much you've grown, It is kind of fun, and I must say, I don't hate the content I explored in those early episodes. I am proud of myself, and that's the most important thing one could be, and when I wanted to start the podcast, when I was thinking about it, even in 2018, 2019, thinking about doing something for myself, by myself, I told myself, okay, well, if nobody listens to it at all, you're going to make it the best it can be. Each episode will be as strong and as rich as it possibly can. You're going to try and have your ducks in a row. You're going to have direct quotes, page numbers. We're really going to take this seriously, just like we would in class. We're not going to Not have character names ready to go, even though sometimes I have dropped the ball on that (laughs) because I relied on my memory thinking, oh yeah, sure, I'll absolutely remember the little sister's name and then that doesn't go well. But I wanted to be proud of myself first and foremost. And to this day, after over 100 episodes and three years, I can confidently say that I am Sure, some of those early episodes don't sound as great, and it might sound like I've just taken a line of cocaine, (laughs) which I'm not a coke user. I'm the opposite. (laughs) Not getting too deep into that, but I'm already a jumpy, happy, prancy little baby goat in all areas of my life, So if I want to indulge in any substances, of which I don't partake in any illegal substances anymore, it was (laughs) of the more soothing, calming variety. You get me, you catch me, you pick up what I put down. Yes, everybody's super rad. Who are listening to this show, that's a tangent that let's, let's get away from that and get back on track. I think I'm a little hyper and I sound a little wild, but you know, that's okay. Everyone listening to this show, you get to hear all the warts. You get to hear all the crumbly bits of this show trying to come together, trying to figure out what I wanted it to be, and we're still evolving. And I'm really grateful to take a few minutes to talk about just that. For those of you who haven't yet heard one year in or two years in, you can jump back and kind of hear the beginnings of the podcast, what was going on in my life that I decided to finally do it, and my past experience with book clubs, leading book clubs, analyzing literature, and falling in love with King, and kind of wanting all of that to mold together in a way that I could be in a classroom environment with all of you and maybe bring something richer to these stories that we've spent a lot of time with, either reading them for the first time or revisiting them, having not read them for many, many years. That's the beauty of King. We have nearly five decades of work. Actually, next year, guys, 2024, I think, will be five decades of work, which is mind-blowing. Technically speaking, according to the Bachman scholars, it's even more than that, but Carrie being published in 1974 and starting it all 50 years of work of amazing literary glory for us to participate in, map our lives with, enjoy, freak out about. It's the best club I could ever ask to be a part of. And over these three years, I'm just so immensely grateful for all the friends I've met along the way. All the people who have written into the show and other podcasters who have allowed me to be their friend and be on their show. I'm just so, so grateful so much gratitude as we discuss our three years of Stephen King podcasting. It's truly, if I think about it too much, I'm going to get a little misty-eyed, and there is a time and a place for that. We're going to keep our chin up in this episode, but I guess some of my thoughts going forward in terms of how I visualize the show in the future... I do wanna have some additional content behind a tiny paywall. I know that's gross. However, it is the way the podcasting world works, isn't it? I'm just a little bit torn with what I exactly want that content to be. This is actually going to be a wonderfully interactive, at least post-episode interactions I'm hoping for, to really ask all of you guys what would be content you might think about paying a small fee for if it was exclusive and just for paid subscribers? I am toying with that idea. However, there's a chance I'm not going to do that at all, and I'm just going to remain free forever. That's a huge possibility. This year has been a little bit of a challenge in terms of scheduling. I mentioned in our four past midnight coverage my sweet baby angel macbook pro bit the dust guys and i killed him i killed him and i i mourn and i i'm devastated and i just ugh, my other love of tea and clumsy recklessness and my keyboard god so i can't i can't fix him that was devastating getting a replacement making my settings just right and then other life craziness We are, for any astrology folk out there, if you're not, that's okay, we are in a very heinous Mercury retrograde. And all I'll say about that, without nerding out too deeply, Mercury is the planet of communication. So when it retrogrades, there are typically instances of things breaking around you, a lot of arguments or misunderstandings, because that communication is all jammed up. And for whatever reason this one's particularly unkind to me. Lots of shenanigans, lots of uncomfortable, this broke, oh yeah, and then this broke too, so I'm going through it. And I really feel each month since the beginning of 2023, I've had a little bit of a pothole to navigate. Ergo, I want to get these titles finished and these episodes completed in a more timely manner, but I got a lot of stuff against me at the moment, and I'm just trying to be peaceful and go with it. I really feel like Jake Epping in eleven twenty two sixty three. just the past, is trying to get me. Everything around me is really making it difficult, so you're the rabbit, not super thrilled, immensely grateful, and it can always get worse, right? The floor can always fall under you another level, so I'm immensely grateful for the positives in my life, but this year has been extremely challenging with podcast scheduling, making sure these episodes are as quality-filled as I can make them, and I think lately it's been a challenge, guys, just being transparent and forthcoming. I am thankful that this month, April, the month of action, I love an Aries fire sign month, that's when decisions are made. That's when, for the majority of folks out there, we've been thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, and then in April, you do it. You finally do it, which is a good and bad thing, because there are, if you're looking at historically at really heinous crimes, a lot goes down in April. It's the take action month where we get bold. It's the first month of the astrological calendar. So I went for it and started the podcast. So April is a wonderful, wonderful time of the year to go for it. Be bold. Take the step. That's what I did three years ago. And it's been an amazing ride thus far. Oh my goodness. So many beautiful things to reflect on. But yeah, back to, as I mentioned, this is going to be tremendous, (laughs) this unscripted mess of an episode. You are more than welcome to skip it. Yes, you are. There are definitely other episodes than these that are far more organized and orderly. Feel free to jump over there. And if you want, you can take a look at years one and two to see what this is all about. This reflection won't be very long, I promise. So if you're hating it, hang on a little longer because it's almost over. My thoughts for potential subscriber content are the following. I love my Wishing Well segments, for those of you who aren't familiar. That is when I pretend to be Stephen King's editor, and when I look at a title, short story, novella, novel, and there's just something really, really irritating me or really causing me to think about it a lot. I put it in the wishing well and say, here's what I would have wanted to happen. Here's how I would have fixed it. Here's how I would have edited it if I had a magical wand. So I'm thinking I could do an extended bonus cut of wishing well for particular titles we're exploring, or I was also mulling around fan fiction hour. It wouldn't be a full hour, I don't think, but this is a fun thing for creatives out there. A little bit like Wishing Well, but I think King has some tremendous characters in his catalog. We absolutely adore these people as we should because King is an incredibly skilled character writer to the point where... These characters from these novels and short stories and novellas can really become a part of our lives. And yeah, I absolutely would be lying if I said I didn't think about certain characters, such as Bobby Garfield from Low Men in Yellow Coats. I think about the boys from The Body. Of course, the Losers Club is always in my mind, specifically Bill Dunbro, my absolute favorite. But I think about Jake Epping and Sadie. I think about Johnny Smith from The Dead Zone. I think about several. And so my thought is, I wonder if we could take some of these beloved characters, give them a prequel or a sequel, and have a little bit of fan fiction brainstorming. Let's say it doesn't end for them the way that it ended in the novel. What if they could have taken a different turn? Or what if they didn't fire that shot? What if it would have went a little differently? And how would we spin a brand new tale? I mull about this a lot, specifically concerning my favorite Firestarter heroine, Charlie McGee. Almost every constant reader interview I've had in the past year or two, Charlie pops up, friends, every time. She is nine years old when that novel concludes. And I, oh my goodness, I cannot stop thinking about what her life turned out to be. I would love to brainstorm a creative plot involving characters like Charlie, like Alice from Billy Summers, like so many King favorites, and we can have a fan fiction brainstorming hour. I'm thinking about it. I don't know how well that will sell, so it's just ideas. At present, still enjoying this journey. We still have a long way to go, guys. We've definitely made a good dent in our King reading. I think I'm high 40s in terms of titles that have been digested. Still got a long way to go. Thank goodness the road stretches ever on. Thrilled about that. Oh, man, I still need to make a big dent in Dolores Claiborne, in Gerald's Game, needful things, nightmares and dreamscapes. Oh my god, I got a lot of work to do. And night shift, man, I think this is the year night shift is going to happen because my friend Matt from Tower Junkies, that angel, gave me some night shift homework a couple months back and it was so much fun. So I did read two night shift stories, loved them to pieces, so I think we might have to do some night shifting. So we might just be following our own compass this year, Yes, it is the year of underrated Stephen King, no matter which year you're plugging into, there's going to be underrated coverage here no matter what. However, I am excited to sample some brand new King as well as some classic 70s King titles that I haven't yet read. We got the two big C's of Carrie and Cujo still completely untouched. I am eager to also take a look at Druggy King with Dreamcatcher. I've heard there's some great stuff in there. So the road goes ever on. And for right now, I'm still gonna keep on trucking. My only caveat is that it might take me a little bit longer than I would like. We're not going to completely put a lot of stock in that. I don't want to speak any evil. So fingers crossed, we can shoot four two episodes a month. That is Kim C's goal. However, know that at least once a month, you're going to get a hopefully quality episode where I break down a particular Stephen King title. We go over strengths, characters, criticism, unique elements, all that good stuff. I am also hoping to make more friends with constant reader interviews. We're going to keep this train a-rolling. But send good thoughts my way. I have just had about four months of bad luck, guys. Just inconvenient little potholes of crap that have stalled my progress. Please send some positivity my way that we can get underway and back on schedule The other thing I'd like to mention is if you are in my local area, you can head over to my Instagram and do a little bit of detective work and find out where that is. I have been asked to serve as the book club leader for a local tea room in my area. But once a month, we are exploring Stephen King titles. Some I have done podcast episodes on, and some I have not. The theme of the moment is Steve's Psychic Children. So next month, I will be conducting a tea-filled discussion on later. Loved the hell out of that 2021 hard case crime title. So I've got a Stephen King book club in my local area that's happening. I'm also trying to enhance my readerly palette with fiction I've put on the back burner for many years because I've just given King the entire spotlight. So there's one or two titles I'm juggling just to make sure that my MFA degree isn't getting super dusty with just King, because as you know, King is a bit like the best restaurant in town, and if I keep eating there all the time, what it does is it makes me intolerant of other restaurants, of other writers, so I definitely want to keep my analytical skills sharp by reading other fiction authors, and then when I get back to King, it's definitely like, ugh, this is my favorite place to be, love it. It's a little bit of too much of a good thing. They say it's bad. It it can be. Maybe. So I have tried to balance that a little bit this year. It definitely enhances my episode coverage when I get a little bit of a palate cleanse from King and then I come right back to him with some helpful perspective of where fiction is with contemporary writers. All sorts of good stuff there we are book clubbing. We've had some bad luck. We are making our way with Fantasy King and taking our time with these titles a little bit more so than years past. We're also thinking about doing something behind a subscription wall. However, I can't really decide on what that is yet, and I might be a little too busy to get that off the ground. We'll see. Who knows? But that's where we're at, guys. We're going to keep this one short and sweet. We are three years in, myself and the show. We, we, the show is its own beloved benevolent little entity that I wrap a blanket around as much as I can because I want to take care of him. Myself and the show are still going to keep this train a rolling. And if you are a new listener, it would be so great if you would seek us out on the socials to say hello. Twitter and Insta are the ones I check most often, as well as our email address, underratedsk at gmail. If you have not written, please do so. Say hello. I have noticed my email account might be considered a child. (laughs) And I've noticed that if you are someone who has a picture in their email, it might not come through. So if you have emailed the show and I did not write you back, guys and gals, there is a problem. I write every single person back in a timely manner. So if you never received a response from me, that means I did not receive it please send it to me on the socials if you didn't get through or try again. I would love to chat with you and hear your thoughts and your ideas. And most of all, thank you for listening to the show. If you haven't yet given the show a rating, this would be a wonderful time to do it on our three-year anniversary. It would really make me smile make me very happy to know that there are listeners out there who like what I'm doing, because as you guys know, there are a lot of incredible Stephen King podcasts out there. Oh man, I listen to several, and what's even more rad is I know the people who make these shows, so I feel very, very VIP, because I could just message them directly and say hello, so... I still get a little starstruck with that, but incredible shows out there doing really tremendous work. So the fact that you are spending some time with me makes me so overwhelmed with joy. So a huge thank you to all of you. It would make me very happy if you took a tiny bit of time to give us a rating and a review, subscribe, share it with a friend, If you have a Stephen King fan in your life who hasn't yet found us, maybe we might be his or her cup of tea. Maybe not, that's fine as well. But I hope to continue making episodes that sound good, somewhat pleasing to the ear, educational, insightful. That's what we're going for. Last question. This one's for the dedicated listeners. This is for the OG fans who have been with me since the beginning. You know who you are, you sparkling diamonds because I'm just a one-woman host, I have recorded a few episodes lately with no backing track, just my voice and nothingness, me just speaking into the void. There are several episodes, if not the majority of my episodes, have a little bit of a musical track in the background because I don't have, often, unless I'm doing a constant reader interview, I don't have another person chat, chat, chat in a way and bringing a lot of vivacity and entertainment. It's just me. So I have that backing track to enhance the episode. However, I've become really self-conscious about it lately. I don't know how we feel. I don't know if I want to keep it, and I I don't know how I feel anymore. I'm a little stuck. So I am actually going to do a poll on Twitter after I post this episode. I would love it if you would cast your thoughts or let me know personally if you could write into the show with a specific heading, backing track, yay or nay. (laughs) Let me know if you are just completely neutral, you're fine with it or without it. If it has annoyed the hell out of you from day one, tell me. Now is the time to tell me. Tell me if it sucks. Tell me if you're much more content with just me and silence, and if it's not too boring with just me and silence. This third year anniversary is an opportunity for all of you to give me your thoughts on how you would like the rest of the show to go. We're going to take a vote on Twitter. I think I'll do one on Instagram as well. Let me know. And based on the feedback we receive, we'll either do the backing track, we'll do some quiet episodes, some naked stripped down ones, if we're a fan of those. We might do a hodgepodge of both. Yeah, we'll see what kind of feedback we get, but that is coming. So keep an eye on Insta and Twitter for those polls. I'm really eager to know what you guys think. You can always write into the show once more. If you wrote to underratedsk at gmail and you never received anything, There is a problem, ladies and gentlemen. It means I did not receive it. So please try again so I can say hello and reach out to you. And thank you for being a listener. So I promise I'm not a butthole. I am not throwing shade and just not answering emails. No, 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 no. Please, please, please reach out if I never responded to you. Big problem. So if you've tried the Gmail, try again with our socials. I would love to hear from all of you. I'm going to just keep rambling on unless I like, cut the cord. So let's conclude this episode with a huge air hug to everybody out there all over the world. I'm talking to you, Australia. I see you, UK. I love you, England, Scotland, Ireland, Northern Ireland, Canada. Love you, Canada. Sweden, Germany. Oh, all the countries. Brazil. There are so many diamonds out there luxembourg i see you too (laughs) and of course america i do love you usa how can i not especially my west coast folk (laughs) this is not insulting the east coast absolutely not but west coast is the best coast that's what west coast people say right we're just brats like that but I know how much fun the East is. I always have an absolute blast. It's amazing. It's beautiful. So nobody hate me. I love the East Coast equally. I love every state in the Union so much. But I am a Southwestern girl. I have lived my entire life in this region of the country. So the West is home for me. Therefore, I just have a little bit extra love, just a tiny bit of an extra sprinkling of love. But I'm so grateful for bringing me into your day and spending some time with me blabbing away about my Stephen King journey. All of you bring me more joy than I can articulate And I'm going to continue to chip away at these episodes and make them as quality-filled as I can to hopefully enhance your Stephen King journey as well. So let's get out of here. Let's get back to your day. Coming up, I am working on Eyes of the Dragon, and I think I've decided. I was scribbling some notes the other day and realized I have read every Stephen King novella. I think If there's one inside Nightmares and Dreamscapes I don't know about, please tell me and I'll try and get that read. Ergo, I have enough content for a novella ranking episode. I'm going to do it. It's got to happen. I was nervous that I hadn't read them all and I did the math. I got everything written down and sorted and I think we can do it. I think we could do a top 15. That is going to be happening sooner rather than later, everyone. So wish me luck that this Mercury in retrograde leaves me the hell alone and I can get back on track, get back on the podcast scheduling. If you have some ideas that you would like to see featured behind a subscription that is something I can explore and mull over, I would love that. I do have a few ideas, but I kind of already do them on the show. So I, yeah, it might not happen. You see, guys, you see this rambling, you see this blabbering, this is what's happening. So let's get out of here for reals. Once more, huge air hugs to all of you guys out there. One of these days, hopefully, we can have it. Here's what we got to do. Here's our first Stephen King fan. We just have to have a Stephen King con, guys. We need to make this happen. We need to make this happen. We need to have either a writer's con. I know there's probably a writer's con, there's several hundreds, I'm sure. No, we need a Stephen King con. We just do. We could plug it in. We could glue some horror con stuff with that too. We need a huge chunk of the festival to be just about Stephen King. I will have my own panel. I will have a ton of swag and we can meet and take photos. That's my big dream. I really want to get on a Comic Con circuit and meet all of you guys and say hello take some pictures. I can wear some dresses. That's my big fantasy right now. So (laughs) hopefully that can happen soon. For reals. 100% leaving this time. I love you all so very much. Thank you for listening to the show. Take care and bye-bye.